The Informed Traveler with Randy Sharman is brought to you by mygrouptravel.ca. Got a group? Want to travel? Get a quote. Go to mygrouptravel.ca. And to listen to the show online, go to theinformedtraveler.ca. Listening to the Informed Traveler Radio Show, and we start our show this week talking about proper etiquette and what you should know before visiting those war memorial sites in Europe. To help us out is John DeRossier. He is the Director of European Operations for Veterans Affairs. Hi, John. Hi, how are you today? I'm well. We should mention where you are, which I think is really cool. Maybe you should uh, explain where you're calling from. Absolutely. So I'm calling from Vimy, France, and uh, I work every day at the Canadian National Vimy Memorial here I, in uh, northern France. I think that's probably one of the coolest jobs ever. <laughs> I'm a uh, pretty, uh, pretty lucky individual. Let's talk about the uh, webpage that's on the Veterans Affairs uh, website, Tips for Visiting Overseas Memorials. Uh, I was kind of surprised uh, actually to find this on the Veterans Affairs uh, website, and there's a lot of information on there. A lot of it's common sense, but uh, maybe just tell the role of Veterans Affairs uh, and your role uh, as far as looking after these monuments and memorials. Yeah, I have the privilege every day to welcome Canadians in the world to 13 First World War monuments in Belgium and France, and certainly for Canadians, these are sites that are important, and many Canadians make that pilgrimage over to Europe, and it's a once-in-a-lifetime trip, and certainly is one that comes with a lot of emotions and life-changing experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the tips on there, research before you arrive. Uh, a lot of this seems like common sense, but uh, there's some little details in there. Maybe you can explain a little further. Yeah, um, so many of the sites are in, in rural parts of Belgium and France, so, so many people that come over think they can uh, land, land at Charles de Gaulle in Paris and, and within a few minutes be at these sites. So certainly researching a bit of where you want to go, understanding you know there's distances involved so do you need to rent a car is it a tour operator that would be best positioned to uh, get you where you need to go and, and some people come because there's a personal connection there's a, there's a linkage between maybe a grandfather or a great grandfather that served in the first world war so th- there's a lot of information available on our website or, or tips to to know where maybe your your loved one who who who, who, who fell in, in during the first world war what cemetery they may be buried in mm-hmm. um, sites such as the Commonwealth War Graves Commission which which is a, an incredible site uh, uh, Randy in, in terms of allowing people to do that research from their computers back at home um, downloading the map of the particular cemetery because some of these cemeteries have thousands and thousands of grave markers. So to be able to go to the site and know exactly what part of that particular cemetery they can visit. Mm-hmm. And even simple things like uh, hours and times of day that it's open and you can actually visit, right? Absolutely. So most of the cemeteries uh, don't have necessarily hours of operations, but for example, here at the Canadian National Vimy Memorial or at our Beaumont Hamill uh, memorial, there's actually hours of operations between 9 and 5, and, and certainly some tips in terms of 
the weather is just like Canada. It can be sunny on one day and it can be rainy and snowy on the next. So just little things in terms of what kind of footwear and tips like that. Etiquette is one of the biggest things that I think that people need reminders of, or maybe some people don't even know some of the things that they should or shouldn't be doing. There's a lot of tips on there. Things like climbing on the monuments and running and shouting and playing games and those types of things. Uh, photos was the one that, you know, there seems to be uh, in the news lately, people taking selfies, inappropriate selfies at uh, memorials and monuments and things like that. So there's some good tips on there about photos, right? There is. So certainly the war memorials and the cemeteries are solemn places, but we want people to come visit. That's that's the purpose of the journey. And we certainly don't want to say, please, uh, you know, view it from outside of the walls. So certainly we encourage people to visit, to walk the rows uh, and take photos. But but as you said, photos that are are. Um, tasteful, that, that, that are truly honoring those that, that paid the ultimate sacrifices. And then while you're in the cemeteries or at the monuments, you may see little things like Canadian flags. People like to leave photos and personal uh, mementos. Those are there for a reason. And we certainly would ask people just to leave them there. And, and certainly you can look at them and read them. But, but, but that's somebody else's uh, way of uh, paying tribute. And, and we certainly encourage to, to leave those in place. Mm-hmm. Are you seeing more and more people visiting the monuments over in Europe? Absolutely. So, so the 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 uh, what, the hundredth anniversary of the First World War since uh, 2014, right out to next year 2018, is is really encouraged people to learn a little bit more of their ancestry, to learn what their great grandfathers or, or their connections to the First World War have done. And, and uh, for example, at our Canadian sites here at Beaumont Hamel and uh, at Vimy. You know, Vimy alone sees 700,000 people a year coming through the doors. So wow. we, we see it's amazing the amount of people and, and Canadians, but also British and French and, and from people from all over the world that are coming to pay tribute. Well, that's good to hear. Uh, any uh, other tips or, or other reminders that uh, you'd like to add uh, before we go? Yeah, uh, kind of back to the to to the start is, is certainly um, there are distances between the sites and, and, and you need to be prepared for that. So it's either you rent a car or you have a tour operator. Just be prepared that it, it, things may look a lot uh, closer than they actually are and, and come prepared. Bring a light lunch, uh, water, or, uh, and be prepared to bring your, your uh, garbage back out with you. That's the one thing we would certainly ask. Mm-hmm. John DeRossi is the Director of European Operations for Veterans Affairs Canada. You can find the tips for visiting overseas memorials on the Veterans Affairs website at veterans.gc.ca. Thanks for your insight, John. Thank you. Thank you. The Informed Traveler with Randy Sharman is brought to you by MyGroupTravel.ca. Got a group? Want to travel? Get a quote. Go to MyGroupTravel.ca. And to listen to the show online, go to TheInformedTraveler.ca.